Wow, it's already been three weeks of this mini-series with Emily Broadway. It's been a lot of fun, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been fun. I always enjoy working with you. Well, that has to be a first. No, really, it is. I don't doubt it for a second. Uh, uh, Alright, enough jokes. Let's get into the summary. In the beginning of Chapter 21, Catherine and Nellie run into Harriton and Heathcliff in the woods. And Heathcliff trips Catherine into liking Linton. Oh, so she didn't actually like Linton at first? No, she didn't recognize Harriton in the woods, so she didn't know that he was the boy that she ended up liking when she was younger. So Heathcliff tricked her into thinking that Linton was that boy. Okay, so maybe Heathcliff wants her to like Linton because it's really her, his son. Right, that's correct. Then they all go back to Wuthering Heights, and Heathcliff demands that Linton shows them around, but he's too weak because of his sickness. So the next day, Catherine and Nellie ride again to Wuthering Heights, and Linton talks to Catherine. She's annoyed... She's annoyed by him. I think he's like some kind of little jerk or something like that, isn't he? Yeah, he actually fakes a cough and gets sick, so she feels bad for him and takes care of him. Why would she feel bad for him? She didn't even realize that she never liked him in the beginning. Yeah, but I mean, she doesn't know any better, so she thinks it's the kid she actually liked. Oh, it's all because of Heathcliff, I guess. Yeah. She even ends up sneaking out every night after Edgar goes to bed and takes care of Linton, even though her dad's also dying. Wait, so her dad is dying, but she's sneaking out and going to heal him. Yeah, I just said that. <laughs> Alright, someone's really funny, aren't they? <laughs> anyway, so wait, does Edgar know that um, Catherine is sneaking out? No, he sneaks out after he's in bed. She sneaks out after he's in bed, okay. Alright, so moving on, what's next? Heathcliff then asks Nellie and Catherine to meet with him in the moors because Linton's dying of a sickness, and then he persuades the two of them to come back to Wuthering Heights. Alright, so I guess they're just trying to meet, and then they weren't planning on going to Wuthering Heights at all? No, they were just planning on meeting at the moors to talk to Heathcliff. But then, once they're back at Wuthering Heights, Heathcliff locks them in the house. Wait, 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 wait. He locks them in? I thought they were, like, friends. No, he locks them in. He doesn't let them out. And he says they can't leave until Catherine promises to marry Linton. Wait a second. Heathcliff's, like, totally crazy now. Yeah, he's pretty much lost it at this point. So eventually, with them missing so long, everyone starts to think that they're dead in the moors. So, from Thrashcross Grange, they send people looking for them? Yeah, but they just assume that they're dead. Hmm. Alright. And then, so, back at Wuthering Heights, what's going on inside the place, since it seems like it's been a while they've been lost? Zilla lets Nellie go, who eventually finds out that Linton and Catherine are already married. Like, they're already married? They've yeah. been there for, like, a couple days, haven't they? Yeah, but Heathcliff forced it. Oh, wow. Alright. Uh, Nellie then returns to the Grange, where Edgar's almost dead. So Edgar's been dying this whole time. I wonder what he's been thinking that, that Nellie and his daughter Catherine have been gone. Yeah, but one day, right before Edgar does die, Catherine shows up and assures her that she assures him that she's happily married. So he has no clue. He has no clue that the whole thing was forced at all. No, not at all. That's ridiculous. Alright, well moving on we have um, a comparison of your book to gothic literature of some sort. Alright, Emily. If there was any book or movie out today that you could compare to Wuthering Heights, what would it be? Hmm, that's a tough question. You see, when people write a book, they try not to write it like other people's, so it has some originality, something that hasn't been done before. It gets more readers, you know? Oh, alright. I see. Well, for the sake of those out there who may not have read Wuthering Heights, compare it to another story, if you would. Okay, well, I guess if there would be any movie to compare my book to, it would be Princess Bride. Oh, I've seen that. That's a classic. I know. It really is a great movie. So an older classic like that, comparing to your book, what do they have in common at all? 
Well, the story itself is very gothic. There's pirates, sword fights, poison, dungeons, castles, and even evil prints. So wait, is it the themes that the two have in common, or not really? Well, it's actually more the characteristics that the two have in common. They both have passionate lovers who can't be together and an attempted suicide by the princess. But, however, in the end of The Princess Bride, they do get to be together. So, like I said, it's not exactly the same, but there are some sim same similarities. Alright, yeah, that makes sense. So it's more of, like, the gothic themes that we've seen that are in common. Alright, okay, great. That's an interesting comparison. It must be kind of difficult to compare something you've worked so hard on to another person's work like that. But you did well. Well, thanks. I'm always willing to make your show more interesting. What are you trying to say? That my show's boring or something? I said no such thing, but if it weren't for me, you wouldn't have broke any records. Ha! Well, in that case, I owe all my success to you. Thanks, Emily. My pleasure. Uh, well, that's about all we have time for this week's episode of Coffee Break with Jake. Thanks, Emily, again for coming on the show. Um, join us next week for more of a kind of relaxed, chill day where we'll just get to hang out and finish up the story. So, that's it. Have a great night, everyone.